Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on social media, on Instagram, at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit that follow button. And you can also watch these episodes on my YouTube channel, Sports Card Lessons. If you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Welcome, everyone. How is everyone doing? Wow. Welcome to episode 40. And this is still season one, episode 40. My goal this season for season one is to hit episode 50 and then start out 2023, season two, episode 51. So uh, I'm on track. Fingers crossed. Things are going to run smooth and we're going to get... Nine more episodes down after this. Uh, Huge shout out to all the listener comments from last week's episode. 39 episodes. And last week by far was the most comments, the most feedback, uh, people just responding uh, to to a single episode. Uh, And I loved it. Absolutely loved it. A lot of good conversation, a lot of back and forth. People just tell me what they're doing, commenting on my strategies. So definitely, definitely, I I appreciate all the feedback, all the comments. Please keep them coming. Fantasy football this week, two and three. That infamous two and three. That one team that keeps losing in, in the same league Week after week, I started. I went back and looked at this over the weekend. I started two and zero, and now I've lost six straight games. Um, four of them by less than a point. Four of those six by less than a point. Uh, one by five points. One by about nine or ten points or nine and a half points. And I looked at the points for, and up until this week in that league. I had in 10 teams, I had the most points for, I just got passed by the, uh, the team in first place, uh, after this weekend. But up until that point, I had the, the most points by any team, but also the most points against by far, like almost 250 point difference to the next team for, for, for points against for me. So just, unfortunately, if you look at these numbers each week, I'm getting everyone's best week. Every, every team that I played that I lost to these last six games was their best week to put numbers up, you know, against me. So I still have faith. I still have faith. I'm in eight, eighth place out of 10, and there's, there's still plenty of games to go. If I can get hot and go on a streak, I can make the playoffs, and I say that every week. That's all I need. Uh, the other two leagues, I'm in first place in one league, and tied it's a three-way tie it shows fifth place but there's three of us all with the same uh the same record so i am really i'm tied for third place even though it shows me in fifth place 
On episode 37, State of the Hobby with Sports Card Therapist, we dropped the same episode that week. And I talked about the Hofstra show and I told the story negotiating with a guy for my uh, Brady Bowman Chrome BGS 9 and his best offer was 2700 and I passed. And he found it at the show and he brought it back and he showed me. It wasn't anything negative at all. He just came back and said, hey, look, I got it. And this past week, uh, someone commented on Sports Card Therapist podcast uh, just to let me know that the comp of that card is now $2,400. And I passed up $2,700 a few weeks earlier. And I felt like it was almost insinuating I made a mistake and I should have sold it for $2,700 when I had the chance. Come on, man. Why? Why would I sell an iconic rookie card of a proven goat for a loss because he's struggling this season when he really should have stayed retired at the end of last season, but he came back and he's struggling and you know, some of his prices are, have come down and trust me, it's a good time to to buy because he's a proven goat. He, it, it doesn't matter how this season ends up ending for him whether he makes a run he they they get on a run and go to the playoffs or it just fizzles out i think most people expected great things from him but the majority felt he probably should have retired and and not just on him because i think he still probably has more talent than than a number of other quarterbacks in the league but i just don't think he had the supporting cast around him uh, I think the sign was on the wall. The, the 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 writing was on the wall when the coach retired. He, sh- I think he should have left with it. Um, that card looks great in my case. I mean, on this wall right behind me, when I go to shows, it's always front and center. It's always in the center of this case. And I talked last week about moving certain cards around, and other ones have their home. That Brady card has a home right in the center of that case. I'm I'm not in a big hurry to to, to move that card. And it was almost as if, you know, they were saying, you know, if you knew then what you know now, you know, but I did. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I've been saying this. I've been saying this all year. I've been saying it through the spring with with football that last year I watched the prices drop and I knew whatever football I didn't sell by the time kickoff came. I was probably going to be holding on to it because the prices were going to come down. So I knew the prices were going to come down. Um, and I had missed the window on that card. You know, if you remember, I didn't pick up that card until I, I'm, I'm not sure if I had that at national or not. I, I think I, if I picked it up maybe just before national or just after national. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember, but I haven't, didn't have that card that long. So I had a small window to move that card uh, at a good comp price that would have made sense for me. But when that window closed, it, it became eye candy in my case at shows and it became eye candy in my case behind me. Um, and that those values are going to go up again. I mean, it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. And for the inquiring minds that want to know, uh, I did look up the value of it before I started taping. And Alt has it at $2,622. And Card Ladder has it at $2,399. 
And I am sure within the next year, those prices are going to be well over $3,000 on that card. Today's episode, staying diversified. You know, we all know if we put all our investment capital into one stock or one sector of the market, uh, things could go really bad. Or even if that sector of the market goes down, then then you're just down. You have nothing else to balance balance it out. So that's why most portfolios uh, are di diversified. Different different stocks. They're in different sectors of the market, right? It's so if one's down, one's going to be up. It's not. I mean, if everything comes down, it comes down. But for the most part, you'll you'll see there's just checks and balances. Things are up. Things are down. Um, I spent more time and money last year prospecting more than I should have. And I know that I talked about that on here um, with ripping wax, getting into breaks. It kind of put me in a lane that I almost found difficult getting out of. And what do I mean by difficult? Because it, I'm not going to say it becomes addicting, but once you start, once you start chasing anything, it's hard to stop. And, you know, if you're on the hunt for something and you can find it and you get it, it you know, it's exhilarating. And then you want to do it again and you want to do it again. And, and I, and I always say, uh, from this podcast, going all the way back to episode one, the worst thing that happened to me was hitting the Patrick Mahomes on card auto of a card. I haven't even gotten yet. I'm still waiting for Panini to send this card, uh, the, the, the midnight signatures, but that was probably the worst thing that happened to me because almost like little bit of chasing that throughout the whole year, you know, and I've gotten some great cards and breaks and I've shared a lot of these cards with you, but at the end of the day, was it the, the best way to go about getting these cards? No, I mean, just going out and buying these cards. If I would have just taken the money, it would have been cheaper for me um, just to buy these cards. So as I travel through my hobby journey, I find myself reflecting and really understanding that I need to diversify. I need to just to start diversifying uh, my collection, what I'm going to be selling at shows. And what do I mean by that? I mean, putting more than just football out there. Like football has been, been my big lane in this hobby. Um, I don't really do anything with basketball. I really don't do anything with baseball. Although I've had those cards in my cases, I have some basketball cards now in my case, you know, that I purchased because the comps were right at the time. And I knew with basketball season, uh, right around the corner, it's possible I could move these cards and move these cards for a little bit of a profit. It was nothing when I bought those basketball cards, it was nothing that any player, I had no connection to any of the player or the card. And you don't even see it in my case behind me. They just stay in my case that I take back and forth to the show. Uh, and, and, and hopefully I'll move these cards. Right. But it's just, it's, it's, it's a little bit of diversifying my case at these shows. So when people show up and all they see is football, they want to just keep moving on. So I want to have different things in there. I want to try to appeal to more people, uh, in my case. And then when it comes to my PC, the same thing, you know, I talked about, hockey 
you know, I grew up playing. I played hockey my whole life. I coached hockey. Uh, I have great hockey stories uh, from going back from being a kid growing up with, you know, the NHL, my 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 parents being from from Montreal and going up there and going to the Mo old Montreal Forum and watching the Canadians play and things like that. And really kind of my 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 roots in in collecting when I started pulling a lot of this stuff out that I collected many years ago, it's all hockey based. And then I put it away because I didn't see much of a lane in this hobby at shows and things like that for hockey. I saw a lot of, a lot of, a lot more money moving with football. Like football was very hot and I am a, you know, as you, you hear me start every episode of my fantasy football, love fantasy football. I've been involved for many years. I watch all the games on Sunday and on Sunday afternoon and Sunday night and Monday night and Thursday night and Thanksgiving day and Christmas day. And whenever there's a good game on, I'm watching it. Right. So I was like that with hockey for years, especially when I was coaching and my kids were young and we would, we watched a lot of hockey and somehow I kind of drifted away from it because hockey, hockey was a sport that became to me that I would watch the playoffs. So every year I would tune into the playoffs because every night, I mean, I think it's similar to baseball every night, there's five, six games on every single night. Right. So you could not never possibly watch all those games. Um, I was I was a fan of the Canadians. I was a fan of the Maple Leafs. Um, just with that little bit of Canadian heritage. Uh, so it was tough to watch those games here unless they were playing the Bruins, unless they were playing the Rangers. Uh, when the Hartford Whalers were here in Connecticut, I used to go to all the games, loved going to those games. Um, when, when my youngest son was done with hockey, um, I lived close to Quinnipiac college. I went over and got season tickets to Quinnipiac and I would, and then I started following the college hockey. I started going, going to all those games. And then I found myself drift away from that too. But one of the things that I, I don't drift away from is what's inside of me. Right. And when I go and I, and I'm, I'm going through all my stuff that I've collected for years and I'm pulling out, you know, all kinds of autographed hockey cards. Uh, and then, and these cards are from the eighties, nineties, right. And then all these, all these cards from the seventies, the uh, that I just boxed up years ago and left, but now I'm really starting to get involved back in hockey. So, so I, I'm starting to widen my lane. I'm starting to do a little bit more in hockey and I'm enjoying it. And if you look behind me, you see a lot of Wayne Gretzky cards up here, second year Gretzky's, but, but that's fine. I mean, they're all graded and, and, you know, that's when I was watching hockey. That's when I was very involved in hockey. So, so, you know, the players like Gretzky and Lemieux and things, these are people that I was watching uh, and, and I don't have any trouble and I know about them. I can go talk about them. So if I bought, bought them and I put them in my case at a show, I can certainly talk about them. Uh, the new players, I'm still prospecting. I'm going to tell you, I'm not prospecting. So a lot of these new younger players, you know, I do my research. I see, you know, who the hottest players are right now. And if I can find a reasonably priced PSA 10, I'm going to pick it up and put it back in the closet, you know, and just hope for the best. So I'm not completely get away from prospecting. Right. But 
uh, I, I'm going to tame it way down. Um, I'm staying away from breaks. Uh, the, 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 the wax that I'm buying, I'm not ripping. And I've talked about this too, that I'm boxing that up and it's more of an investment right now. It may be worthless. I mean, the wax I'm buying now, it may be worthless when I'm, when I hear people talking about the numbers and the, you know, the overproduced cards of this year, you know, at, at the end of the day, they may be worthless. I, I don't know, but I'm still going to hold on to them. Maybe not valuable next year, the year after, maybe 10 years from now, maybe five, it could be next year. I don't know. And it could be never, but I, I, I made a decision to buy those boxes of wax. And instead of ripping them, I put them away. So, so the, the, the thrill of finding or getting those boxes are still there. It's just, I've been so disappointed opening boxes up, not finding anything inside and saying, oh my God, you know, I paid 30, 40, 50 or a hundred dollars for this box. And I opened it up. And I didn't get $10 worth of cards out. So instead of that disappointment, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing, I'm just the thrill for me now is just finding the box of wax and then putting it in the closet. I'm buying more athletes, more cards of athletes that have retired, right? We talked about uh, the Gretzky behind me, um, Mike Tyson, uh, just people that growing up that meant a little bit to me that I was a fan of that I would go, I would watch, right? And, and I'm also kind of dipping into some other sports. Uh, so, well, the men's soccer, obviously I've got, um, I think I have 15 or 20, you know, graded soccer cards that I have accumulated, um, over, I want to say seven, eight months, just knowing that the world cup is coming in a few weeks and possible that these cards could get pulled out for that. Um, some women's soccer, uh, I've been buying some, I've talked about buying some women's soccer cards, uh, and, and getting, I'm, I'm getting a lot of these graded. So I'm buying cards that are raw and I'm going to send off to get grading, but some of them, you know, like a Mike Tyson card, I'm getting, it's, I know it's not coming back at 10. I'm cleaning that card up the best I can. I, I know it's not coming back at 10, but that card's for me, Right. That car is now going to be graded. It's going to be encased. It's going to sit on the shelf behind me. So whether it comes back a six, a seven, an eight, a nine, or even a 10, it doesn't matter because that card is going to be for me. It's going to be my card. It's going to be my PC card. It's not a card that I'm going to go drop in my case at a show. Now, there may be some Mike Tysons that will be in my case, but there will be a handful of them that I've worked my way up to get to that I, I consider my prized possessions. They're not going to make it to the case. Uh, I had a YouTube comment, um, from, I don't text saying they were buying raw cards and sending them out for grading. And they felt that that was their lane now. I, I don't want to say their lane, but their strategy, that was their strategy to my strategies that I listed last week. And, and it's a great strategy and I've done the same thing. I've, I, I sent out yesterday an order to PSA, um, just under 30 cards to PSA of mostly cards that they're just for me, right? There, there's, there's some, some women's soccer, there's some men's soccer there. Um, there's, there's, uh, some, 
modern hockey. I don't want to say vintage hockey, right? Because I think saying vintage hockey makes me sound old because it was when I, you know, the players I was watching. And I, and I don't even know if you consider that vintage, but you know, the, so, some 80s and 90s hockey, uh, some boxing, just a mix of things that I'm creating for myself. I'm diversifying. I'm not just buying. I, I, I've, I've spent a ton of money on, on football and I don't, I don't think there's really a need to spend any, you know, any more on football right now, unless I'm moving up, unless I'm taking my, my Brady Bowman Chrome and I'm upgrading that from a, from a BGS nine to a PSA nine or a PSA 10, something like that. But I don't think, I don't think there's really any need um, for me to be buying much football right now. I, I, the the prospects out there right now, I'm not big on. Um, I did send off two cards for grading XRC's Aiden Hutchinson, uh, the defensive player for the lions. He was the number one pick last year in the draft. Uh, and I just happened to be able to pick up two XRCs and I sent them off. One of them I'm going to keep with the rest of my XRCs and one will probably end up in my case for sale. Not, not a big dollar item, right? They're not, definitely not a big dollar item, but I had two. I'm going to keep the best of the two and I'll sell the other one. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm buying some, some graded hockey rookies. Uh, I, I actually have two right here that just showed up in the mail within the last couple of days. Uh, it's, they're both young guns. One is a Lucas Raymond. And if you're on YouTube, I'm just holding that up there. It's a Lucas Raymond PSA 10 young guns. Um, I have a more, uh, Moritz cider young guns PSA 10. And I purchased three or four other PSA 10s that I'm waiting to show up here. Uh, and again, I mean, it's not breaking the bank. It's not breaking the bank. Just getting, you know, the 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 hot young rookies. Get them now in a PSA ten because when, you know, a, a, after after this year, who knows where their prices are going to be? Right now, I find it to be re- really reasonable. Um, I was purchasing hockey just before the uh, the season started, and now I've noticed I see I see some of the uh, some of the prices going up. I'm also looking for some discounted goats. In other sports like tennis and golf, you know, I, I have I have a bunch of tennis cards, all PSA 10 uh, of all the goats that I I mean, I don't even talk about. You don't see them in the case. I don't take them out. Um, I'm going to be moving soon. I'm going to be building a new office. I'm hoping to have bigger shelves that I can uh, I can display more of the uh these psa as you can tell them i'm kind of a psa 10 snob right i mean why not why if you're gonna buy a card you know and the prices are reasonable why not just buy the 10 and get it over with um and for the amount of well obviously not on goats but any of the younger players for the amount of money that i would spend on opening on boxes and opening them and send cards off to PSA, hoping for a 10. Uh, It's a savings just to go out and purchase a PSA 10. I still have my pop century cards. Haven't mentioned those in a while, but love those cards too. Uh, A few of them went off the grading as well. Um, And I have my stranger things cards. Um, Haven't talked about them in a while either, Uh, but I still have those. I'm waiting for the, uh, for the new boxes, I think they're supposed to come out in December. I don't know if they've been pushed off like anything else, but waiting for those to come out and see what my uh, national, you know, convention 18 card set uh, 
where the prices go on that. The hobby should be fun, right? It, it shouldn't be stressful. It shouldn't, it's supposed to be fun. That's what a hobby is, right? A hobby is, it, it, it's supposed to be fun. Um, it, it's supposed to be about making new connections with fellow collectors, right? Just reaching out to people, talking to people, people, like-minded people. Um, I've been noticing lately on, on, on Instagram and Facebook, I mean, people are just downright mean in the comments. I mean, just downright. Like I say to myself sometimes, man, is this just a hobby or what? Like, and I don't know if maybe because the hobby's down and people are, ir you know, the price are down and people are getting irritated. But at the end of the day, it's still a hobby. It's supposed to be fun. And if it's not fun, I mean, you got to figure out how to make it fun. If this is what you want to do, you have to figure out how to make it fun. It needs to be fun. Right. It just it needs to be fun. It needs to be relaxing. That's, you know, I, I didn't I should have went out and looked up the uh, the definition of a hobby, but I'm sure I'm sure relaxing and, and, and you know, disconnecting from from your the rest of the stuff in your everyday life to, to you know, just to kind of enjoy yourself. Uh, being diversified for me. To me. It's just a way for me to spend my money more wisely on things that I love, right? I just talked about, I'm able to meet new people all the time with the same interest. I'm messaging with people. And, and I know this may get redundant. I talk about this all the time, but I think it's something pretty special. And I think if you're in the hobby and you're not doing that, you're not meeting new people and you're not talking to people, like-minded people, depending on whatever cards that you're interested in. You know, when I post a Mike Tyson card, all of a sudden I had like eight or nine people message me like, Oh my God, I love Mike Tyson. And now these people, like whenever they, they, they'll post one, I post one, somebody else, we're all messaging back and forth. So all the, all of a sudden there's just a, a, a small group of people that I never knew existed. Now I talk to them on a weekly basis or, you know, daily, weekly, maybe every few weeks. Um, Going to shows, people I set up with, you know, I got a message um, today, uh, as a matter of fact, from uh, Joe Donato, Premier Sports Cards. Now, I met Joe at at um, the Mohegan shows, Mohegan Sun show, and the only time we ever set up together, and he messaged me saying, oh, man, I'm going to miss you at Mohegan in November because I'm talking about, I'm doing a last show that day instead. So it's just those little things, those people reaching out that you, you meet these people and they look forward to seeing you just like you look forward to seeing them. And that's to me, that's what this hobby should be all about. Um, oh, oh, always finding the fun and the love of what you're doing, right? And not worrying it, it, it shouldn't be worrying about other things. If you're worrying about the price of the cards or you're worrying, it, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. If you've made an investment to something you love, then you shouldn't be worried about where the prices are unless you bought that as a straight up flip. And now you may have to hold it longer than, than you wanted to. Um, to me, that's a business. That's, that, that's not the hobby. I talked last week about always adjusting, adjusting and fine tuning um, and finding different lanes in the hobby. Always, always just adjusting, right? Just adjusting helps you stay diverse, meet new people all the time. 
and, and, and I don't think it's such a bad thing. You know, sometimes, you know, when I'm talking to people who are not in the hobby about what I do, they're like, whoa, 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 you sound like you're all over the place. You were doing football. Now you have some basketball and you're talking soccer and golf. And, and, and but I, you know what? I'm just meeting new people. I'm finding things that I like. I'm finding cards that I like. Right. And, and, and I'm learning something new too. Um, the knowledge that I pick up from this stuff too. Like, I, I mean, I play golf. I've played tennis, but I never, I've never really played an actual tennis game. I've just played tennis. Right. But I'm learning about the players, uh, the golf cards, the golf cards, um, the men and the women, I'm learning about the players, uh, women's soccer, men's soccer. I'm learning about the players. I'm learning about what teams they are now. I'm preparing myself for world cup, you know, and then I can actually have a conversation with somebody now with this saying, you know, like, like, I think this team is strong. I don't think this team's going to repeat. This is who I think is an outside, you know, and I'm taking this from just looking into, you know, just researching this stuff. But to me, it's fun. It's what I'm having fun doing this. And that to me is what the hobby should be. It just should be fun. Upcoming shows. Keep talking about them. The last shows, La Quinta Inn and Suites, Sea Caucus, New Jersey, November 19th. So that is just a few weeks away now. The Westchester show in Terrytown, New York. That's a two day. That's Thanksgiving weekend. That is Saturday and Sunday, November 26th. 27th garden state card show hasbrook heights new jersey december 10th that's another last show and the big apple trading card show at the new yorker another last show the new yorker hotel in new york city and that is december 18th and that is all i have for you this week so i want to thank everyone for tuning in and if you like what you hear please like definitely subscribe and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you.